You're listening to a DM podcast. We are underway. G'day, guys. Welcome to Talking League. We're a weekly NRL fantasy podcast. The Dream Team's in the house. G'day, Andy. How you going, mate? Going, boy. <laughs> G'day, Facebook. Facebook Live for the first time. Apologies to anyone that wanted to tune in on the Sunday. A few technical difficulties. I wasn't at home, but I'm back at home, and we're ready to go on Facebook Live. Yeah, the data was terrible, but yeah, we're good to go today. <laughs> yeah, bro. Tuesday show, normal as, no, as always. TLT burning issues. We'll rip out six, five or six of the burning issues from there. All your questions answered. We've got about 25. With Corbs away, the, He's the work rate, yeah, big time. He's away in Wollongong coaching his rep team. So give it to him. If you talk to him on any of the socials, make sure you stick it to him and make sure. We might replace him with Kyle Lomas or someone. <laughs> yeah. Well, Curtis did a good job too, so maybe we could bring him back. A few of the boys. Jamie did well. Adam did well. Yeah, look, I tell yeah, you what. Spots are going, mate. Look, you've got to perform when you when you have a, a couple of weeks off. Cause you come <laughs> back, you're like, oh, sorry, boys. I've, I've, I've let the team down a bit. got to sort of pick my game up. So. Exactly. Exactly right. So before we get rip into all the questions, Talking League Pod on Facebook or Twitter, oh, Instagram, sorry, Talking League One on Twitter. And for everyone leaving Apple reviews, that is much appreciated. So please, if you haven't yet, do that. But Andy, plenty to talk about because TLT has been a bit of a massive one there today. Probably a shocker. No one expected Georgie Williams to just just leave. Yeah, I think that's um, shocked a few um, owners. Uh, I think he's definite definite trade this week if <laughs> if you can afford it. But I was looking at the reverse trades, mate, and he was on my list to possibly bring in because of the buy on the flip side because I liked his kind of like fifty average. He was around that mid six hundreds, consistent. It's someone for like at the end of the day, I want to get rid of all Tigers players out of my team eventually. And <laughs> it's, it's, even it, your boy Dewey, yeah. Because yeah, he's okay. going to keep playing at centre. That's just that's just silly. Yeah, true. We've already got 23 or 32 on the weekend or something like that. Yeah, so if that continues, he's definitely going. Maybe for a Warriors guy, like someone like a Torhu Harris, I can probably upgrade. So I've got a bit of cash in the bank. So Mr. Consistent. It is. Very, very. So let's just have a look at those that team information. So the Broncos have Anthony Milford back. He's back for Tyson Gamble. Reese Kennedy, he moves into the front low for Matty Lodge with uh, Tui Robarty. He's going to be debuting. Jerome Hughes is back at half the storm. Kenny Bromwich is not back. The Cowboys welcome back Colin Hess. That's for Lolo. And the Hammer, he's back for Connolly. Limu Lulu. And Reese Walsh, your boy. He retains his number one jersey. Finally got that jersey. Yeah, he's got the one on his back. I like that. He might frame that. Like, <laughs> and then <laughs> first time. RTS moves to number five, which is kind of weird. Kane Evans and Jack Murchie, they start for Rafael and Bernock Masilla. The Tigers, James Roberts is on the wing. Got no idea what that's about. Jerry Leilua, he's out of the squad altogether. Tarek Sims, he's back. Jackson Ford, he moves to the number 13 jersey. He did play lock last week. Still no Matt Dufty with Cody Ramsey to play fullback if he gets through his HIA stuff. Penrith, Kurt Capel, out suspended. Liam Martin, who is now going to be a bit of a bolter, they reckon, for that edge position for New South Wales. And Dylan Edwards, still out. Momorowski holds his place in the centres. Plenty of news at the Doggies. They welcome back Josh Jackson from injury. He starts at lock. Jack Everington, also back from suspension. He starts at prop. Chris Smith's out suspended. Adam Elliott moves on to his edge. Still no Kyle Flanagan, who's been named on an extended bench at number 19. Souths, Cam Murray, he's back at lock, as is Jacob Host. Surprisingly, he replaces Jaden Sewer, has been dropped to the bench. Josh Mansell, he's out, replaced by Tane Milne. Plenty of news at Para. They have RCG out, suspended. Oregon Kafusi, he'll be making a bit of a start, but what is going on? Murata Nuakore oh, joins the bench. I don't, understand. Blake. I don't understand it, especially with my recent trades. Oh. It's, I, I hope he doesn't play because, like, 
He made so many terrible decisions in defence. He has to go. I, I can't see Brad Arthur rewarding that. Like Did he maybe, watch the tape? <laughs> like, seriously? Well, we've only lost two games this week. Yeah. And, like, I'm pretty sure Waka Blake played that game we lost as well. Yeah, probably. Now, Takiaho, he's back at prop for the first time in a month with Radley going to be out. He's flat, he's at the judiciary as we speak. 7.30 for Angus Crichton. Isaac Liu moves back to 13. Canberra, as we mentioned, George Williams, he's been given an immediate release. Mm. Sammy Williams comes in at 7. They've got Jordan Rappiner back on the wing and Josh Hodgson's back on the international change bench. The Sharks... I'm actually really surprised. This is the best team we've named all year. <laughs> Chad Townsend's the guy that makes way. SJ's back at seven. Renato Molotalo's back on the wing. Jesse Ramian's back ahead of schedule. They replaced the suspended Josh Dugan and Mawini Harotti. Sifatalikai's back from suspension, and Andrews Fafita's back on the bench. So quite a few changes there for the Sharkies. The Titans, for a lot of people, they welcome back, and fantasy coaches, David Fafita. And Patrick Herbert comes in for SR Masters. Uh, the Knights, they welcome back your boy, Kalen Ponga, and Bradman Best as well. Kurt Mann's back to 5'8", and big news with Blake Green retiring immediately. Yeah, that's great news for manholders. Yep. And f- Ma- manholders. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Manly have Curtis Sieran back on the bench. Carl La- Lawton, though, starts on an edge. Hamoli, he drops out of the 17. Plenty to talk about, Andy. Let's kick things off. We're both planning for this next... Probably you're probably planning a little bit more than I am. Give me your thoughts just ahead of this week and next week heading to these buys. Uh, just two two real like major thoughts. So uh, just make sure you don't trade out a player who is playing round seventeen just to for to play round thirteen if he's even better. Mm. Like there's no point trying to trying to like tippy toe around that. Uh, and just players that aren't eligible for Origins a massive one. So like then it's just you're just losing the buy. You're not losing the actual players who are. Um, not playing Origin, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think you covered that quite well. Like, for example, for my, I want to bring in Brandon Smith, but I want to wait. I want to get one more week out, week out of uh, Christian Walsh. And I know he's going to get picked for Queensland. So just, you know, with the, all the suspensions and injuries going on at the moment, Cheese only just came back from a suspension. So I'm mm. kind of scared to pull the trigger a little bit early. The good thing about him is, because he's so short, he's definitely not going to head high someone. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm short. I used to head high everyone. <laughs> just jumping. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, again, round 13 focus is huge for yep. me. Two guys on my list this week, and we'll talk about them a little bit later, with Jackson Ford and Tom Flegler. And if they can get through this week, I'll probably bring one in, depending on what happens with getting a Crichton tonight. But again, yep. as you mentioned, it's all about kind of planning again for that round 13, isn't it? Well, there is a couple of players. I think the questions come later to say uh, the top 10 players in the first buy round. And when we get to that, there's some pretty good players in that that people would probably already have, but there might be a few to come bring in. Yeah, um, yeah we'll get to that round anyway. All right, let's talk about George Williams. So 631K, I feel sorry for everyone that owned him in both draft and classic, but he was averaging 52, as we mentioned. He's not a bad price point right now, but Andy, because there is some really good options underneath him. Well, we've got you've got a couple of good places. Look, you can go a here's a risky one, maybe a couple of k less. You can go straight to Sean Johnson. Yeah, what, would you do? Would you take that punt? Like, yes, he's he's back, but if he he hit some pretty good scores last week, last year, and like some sixties and seventies, if you can get back to that form, that's a good little change up from losing George Williams to gaining a Sean Johnson. But with Sean Johnson, so I went back and had a look at his halfback stuff from last year, right? So he averaged 51 at halfback, but he got injured in two of the games. And one of them is the Achilles games against the Roosters. Yeah. And the other one was the Titans game where he tore his hamstring. So really, he's had three 80-minute performances. He averages 59. And he's going to be goal-kicking again this week. Bit of confidence from the Sharkies from last week. 
He's at 624k, Andy. Yeah, that's cheaper than George, isn't it? He's, he's looking good. And he plays the Sharks. Play the, they don't play around 13, do they? No, they don't. So that's, that's the, the only, only thing. Bugaboo, but yeah. Jordan, George Williams didn't either. But, guy, Nico Hines. Yeah, I've got him. <laughs> he made 110k. That's unbelievable. But you're downgrading and you're saving 50k by George Williams not turning up to training anymore. Uh, there's another one too. But with Hines, he, he, if he didn't get him last week, he's still pretty cheap for this week. Yep. And he's going to kill it over the buy round. Also, over buy rounds and origin round. For sure. Like, and yeah, huge. for everyone listening and watching, we'll be going into much detail about Nico Hines later in the show because there's about 20 questions on the bloke. There, there's one more I've got for mm. this one. Um, Joshy Schuster. Well, if you oh, haven't jumped on them. If you haven't, yeah. He's right. 587k. And, mate, he, he played brilliantly at six. The way he took the line on, drew two players and then popped the, the pass out, he destroyed that right side edge of uh, Parramatta. I'll put something to you. Like, if you were watching that game last week, you would have dead sets thought Josh hit 100. I reckon for sexier tries, you get more points. Yeah, true. He's that sort of play who just sort of draws and passes. Maybe the players didn't touch him, so it wasn't really an offload. But he, he passes and draws a pass, and then that player... Passes it again, so he doesn't really get the try assist, unfortunately. But yeah, look, I, I, if you're looking at if you're Wayne Bennett, how are you not looking at that game and going? Josh Hughes just tore apart that right edge. Walker Blake's playing again. Benji, jump, chuck him on the centers, and then just destroy that right edge. Yeah, yeah true. I, I'm worried. It's going to be an interesting one. But the other guy, probably Adam Reynolds, he's pretty much a sweet swap. He's 632k. So. Okay. He's an option as well. So a few little cheeky ones there. If I had to name them, I'd probably put Nico number one, SJ mm-hmm. number two. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably take the punt on SJ because okay. Heinze only has a limited amount of game time to make his coin. Like, yeah, if you got if you got trades up your sleeve, for sure pick Heinze because the old um, oh, just lost his name. What did you used to call him? Who? The, the, what's the actor you called him? Oh, Heath Ledger. Yeah, Heath Ledger. Ledge. He's only got maybe six or six games in him to make as much coin as he can. Yeah. And then Munson's back. And then Little Puppy's back. Hughes is back. Well, Hughes is back this week. But he's back to the bench again. Whereas short SJ, if he has a good couple of games early, he's there for the rest of the season. Mm. And he's a kicker as well. So Plenty of options. When I want to flip this Luke Brooks thing, <laughs> I think I might be able to go straight into Shawnee Johnson. You're but, not. Andy, you're going to have to save the crew here. Now, a few weeks ago, you mentioned the name Renoff. Hit, hit the button. No, 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 no. Yeah, sort of stuff. You want to make a bit of an apology? Yeah, yeah I apologise, listeners. Uh, I did. He looked great, to be fair. To he be fair, he did. he did. For those three weeks, he did look great. Look, he did make 260K. So if you got on him early, he made a bit of coin fears. But he's been dropped. Uh he had a 40-odd score, and it wasn't mm. good enough for uh, the doggies coach. Um, what's a good-looking Trent, look? Trent Barrett. Yeah. So I've got a couple of um, uh, players who you can put in as a bit of a, 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 a replacement for him. Yeah. So he's 549K, Renault for Tony. So you can drop him for either one of two players. One is Blake Laurie. Mm-hmm. He's been putting up some good minutes. Uh, he's got a 44 average the last three games. Uh, not too bad, and I think he had 61 last game. Okay. So that's 62 minutes. I think Vaughn, he went off with a, um, his a send-off, so he didn't obviously might have been inflated minutes, but mm. uh, yeah, he's been scoring well. But this is the better one, I think. Moses Leota, he's finally getting his minutes that he's deserved. He's um, uh, 477K, and his last three average is 47.7. He's so, a joy to watch, bud. I like, he rips in. Yeah, and I think I like him. He, he – 
doesn't have the biggest motor, but I think he's finally getting those minutes. I think he's up to 47 minutes last game. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he's he's one to look at, and he's probably one to do if you want to do a straight swap for Renoff. Unless you want to give him a chance, he might get back in the, in the starting side. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Now, I thought I'd give you a little bit of hand here. And I've got two suggestions as well. And save a little bit of cash, especially as you did mention, if you got on early with Renoff and you, you're just parking the money out now. Mm. So two, Thomas Flegler, 402K. I'm really liking I'll go into more detail later in the show. But yep. with Lodgie leaving, leaves a massive hole in this Broncos team for someone to really step up as an enforcer. Got big minutes too to fill there. And he's doing quite well at lock last couple of weeks. The other one, come on my radar this afternoon, Jackson Ford. I've seen that, but... <sighs> 416k. Yeah, sell me him, sell me him. So the two locks are going to be either Josh Maguire or Taro Famuono, who's been playing. They're not back to around 16. Aussie suspended for, I thought it was five games, wasn't it? Yeah. And okay. now he's a jewel at 416k. This could be his spot to lose. His actual lock average is quite impressive. He averages, so he's played in his career, because it's only a short career of about three years. Mostly a back row lock. He's played five games at lock. He averages 47 with a PPM of 0.76. Now, on the flip side, when he's a second rower, his PPM drops to 5.51 and only averages 41. Off the interchange bench, it's PPM of 0.66. Now, when you have a look at the two guys I mentioned, the only other two guys that play lock at the Dragons, Cameron McInnes, not back this year, Jack DeBellin, who knows what's going to happen with that scenario. So... It could be a situation where you're waiting for your opportunity. Mm. He's had a bit of good luck in the past, and he played really well. He scored a 56 against the Sharks last week. Again, as you mentioned, a lot of the boys did get inflated minutes because they had a couple of HIAs, yep. and then Vaughn went to the bin. So that kind of interchange got marked up a little bit. But I'm seeing Jackson Ford, especially for us holders, if we don't, at the moment, what I'm struggling with is Crichton goes to judiciary tonight. Yep. Peachy is my mid-cover. Oh. So I do need to bring a mid here. But I've been searching for this jewel, this jewel mid-edge who could give me a little bit. And I didn't want to – the guy that's probably the most likely is Keon. Yeah, he's say, expensive, man. And he's up and down, I guess. Is he the same price as Ford? No, Ford? no. He's about 550 now. So he's ah, a straight okay. swap for Sam Walker. Or, or Renault for Tony. <laughs> I can get out rid of Sam Walker, save 100K, and take the punt that Jackson Ford delivers me a nice little gain over the next month and holds the position. Well, I didn't realise he was out till round 16 with mm. um, Maguire out. So if he gets that lock spot, because he, he is the kind of player who just sort of takes it and runs and, mm. you know, use those opportunities. So if he scores well at lock this game, this week, could be a massive in. Yeah, for sure. But Josh Maguire, he'll be back one game, he'll get suspended. <laughs> oh, he's a, he's a Especially with these new rules. He'd, be, <laughs> he'd probably have one more game left him for the season. <laughs> All right, let's move on and have a look at a little bit of origin stuff now, Andy. Now, two guys I want to talk to you about. Callum Ponger at 760K for owners. Cameron Murray is another one. He's back at 688K. What we want to talk about tonight is who is a keeper and who would you be selling at this point of the season? Well, I have the the Pongs. Um, I haven't really got that many trades to burn. Mm. So for him, he's probably going to be a hold. Yep. Also because he's he's already lost me a bit of cash and I don't like to sell low. <laughs> I feel like I, I always lose <laughs> if I sell low. So uh, I'm probably going to hold Pong. Um, yep. With Murray, I haven't got him, but uh, if you have, he's already lost or hasn't played many games this year. Yep. And I don't think he's – he's not going to be the – he hasn't been the Murray of old. I think he could be a sell, even though he's back this week. Yeah. Um, he will play Origin, you reckon? Yeah, so I, he, I, I he, think so. He's, he's a, a Brad Fittler favourite, right? So, so yeah, 
Maybe he's a hold. I think maybe they're both could be holds if you don't have enough trades. Yeah. If you've got plenty of trades, yeah. Ponga, sell him. Because he, he back this week, round 13, uh, he'll he'll play Origin 100%. So, so 20, 20 trades and above at this point, I think both are sells. Yeah. Anything below, I think Ponga more old hold because he's a 60 average. Yeah. Probably ticks more boxes in terms of being a keeper. Got a higher ceiling, I think. Yeah, and probably we probably haven't seen his best within the new rules yet. Yeah, correct. But I think we've seen the best out of Cam Murray within these rules in terms of a fantasy prospect. Yeah, you think he would have been a bit more of an impact, especially with his quick play of the balls. Maybe yeah. he's good for other players because of his quick play of the balls. But even I thought Damien Cook would have relished in these new rules as well. But They're just not winning the middle, are they? Hasn't, so, been, hasn't meshing well, yeah. So I would say Cam Murray's a sell. I would say Ponga is a hold for me. Yeah, okay. I think I'm on the Give same page line, yeah. Cool. Last Give question. Us tick. Give, Give us a tick. <laughs> Facebook Live, first one, <laughs> first one. All right, the last one, Matty Lodge. So they're talking about any second now this guy's going to be on his way to the Knights, which is even worse for us because we've been talking for weeks now. About picking him up. About not only picking him up, but how this Knights middle and their whole forward pack is just getting a little bit what – what's the word for it when there's too many people? Oh, just congested, I congested, guess. Congested, yeah. that's the word I was looking for. And having a look at the minutes from last week, Andy. So Clement played 40 minutes. Saifidi Daniel played 56 Frizzell, 71. Fitzgibbon, 63. Barnett, 42. Connor, 41. Jacob Saifidi, 42 minutes. Sue, 19 minutes. Brady Jones, 26 minutes. And, of course, Brails played 80. Mm. Where does Lodge Lodge average 43 minutes at the Broncos? And that's the sort of prop he is. Yeah, I I don't see him. I think if anyone did pick him up on the back of us saying he's cheap, sorry for that. Apologies, but we didn't know this was going to (laughs) happen. But you'd think Sue's 19 minutes will go straight away, right? He's the first man going, right? Who's the player that goes? Is it Sawasi? Ooh, that's a good one. Because he has to I, take I, I, I do think Sue goes first. So yeah. he's got 19 minutes. Or that's maybe, half his maybe even gone. Brody Jones. But they need to need that and have Watson as that, that small forward on the bench. Yeah, and Brody Jones was doing a good job covering the centres yeah, at true. times as so well. He, yeah. So I think Jones stays because he's a development guy as well. So you want to get him You want a, a forward experience. for a forward, so probably Sue goes yeah. in. So you literally probably could strip that minutes out of the last two. But then again, like I think... I guess Frizzell, they're going to probably count that he's going to be going down in minutes during Origin. Or maybe even with... Um, but really, when you're in the big games, you need Frizz out in the field. So 71 minutes to 80 minutes, you'd have to think there. Maybe Saifidi, because he'll be playing Origin, you'll be stripping a few minutes back from him. Yeah, Clement's going to play Origin again, was he out? I don't think Fit likes him. Yeah. He's okay. not in the greatest form. 40 either. minutes only from Clement, that's a bit low. Yeah. Is he on the outer, maybe? So he was hitting 50s. So yep. now maybe that's in anticipation of him coming. So... Maybe that's going to be the next thing for Clemmer hitting 40. Or maybe they might. There was even rumors that Clemmer might be going to Brisbane. A bit of a straight swap. Yeah. Well, if that happens, then Lodge is back in the running. Then he, <laughs> well, we've just explained where he gets the minutes from, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it is a concern. And I guess for us, because we both have Connor Watson, mm. I think on the flip side, we've really got to start preparing. Well, if, if Lodge is in, surely you'd think Connor's, Connor's minutes might take a hit. That's where some of them, yeah. where Lodge's minutes go towards. I think so as well. So I think we've got to start preparing. But we do have been made plenty of cash from Connor Watson, so oh, we're yeah, pretty happy. He's made, made 300 plus. Yeah. Good man. In fact, we just need, uh, in saying it, Lachlan Fitzgibbon at Edge played all right on the weekend. He actually had a good couple yeah, of running plays. And I, was, I was screaming to get Barnett on the edge and Watson back at lock, but I don't <laughs> yeah. see it happening. At least they got options. Wouldn't surprise me if Frizzell, given the way he plays, the aggressiveness, if he gets a couple of games off during the Yeah, the I, can, I well. can see that. How old is he now? Oh, he's hitting in 30s, I think. Yeah. Jeez, I know I can't run that long for, and I'm 31. Nah. So. 
Definitely not. Not saying that I'm in the same caliber as Frizzell, but yeah. <laughs> nah, you can say it, mate. You can say it. All right. Thank you to everyone tuning in. This will be a weekly occurrence, hopefully. Facebook Live. So Facebook Pod. Yeah, me Sorry, Talking League Pod. <laughs> Facebook Pod. <laughs> On the old we've Facebook. Hit, we've hit the big time. <laughs> we have. Big time. Let's see how many people. Oh, there's plenty of people. Shout out to all the Facebook people. All right. Let's hit some questions, all the audience questions. Thank you to everyone that has submitted that via Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram today. It was plenty. And thanks again for Corbs for just leaving us. Yeah, really appreciate it, Corby. Um, loving all the extra work we're doing. So cheers for that, mate. <laughs> the first one's a pretty funny one. They want to know, TK, how do you pronounce your surname? It's pronounced Canel. Yeah, I mean, that, that's how, I think I've guessed that. Yeah, I think you should know that. We've only been friends. <laughs> no, as years. in when I first guessed it, it was a oh, Canel. Okay. Yeah. yeah, nice work, Kenny. The, the apostrophe. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Yikes on Bikes. He wants to know, is Takiyo... Now that he starts worth a look, with all the injuries to the Roosters, he might get more minutes. That's actually interesting. Andy, I didn't know today until had a little bit of research. He's hit 494K. Is that cheap? Yeah. We were, at the start of the season, we were saying was that he was the next part of the year. <laughs> yeah, okay. Lolo, but it's going to be the first time in four games that he started. He hasn't started for a month, hasn't. So what do you put that towards? There's other players playing better, so they're starting? or I think it's a, a. Well, Radley came back for a bit. He's only been bought two games, I think, he came back during that period. But I think the biggest thing was, I think he was a little bit cooked from just carrying him from a lot of that early yeah, part of the season. true. Kicking. There was a lot of difference. He hasn't kicked since the Sharks game in round five. So I would like him, if he gets that mid four, 450,000s, I do think he he might actually be pretty good. It's actually interesting, 3% only own him. Of the top 100 coaches, no coach owns him. Oh, really? Top 100? Yeah. Well, it, it makes sense. He's not scoring that well. I guess last three, he's only averaging 36. But we see a little bit of a return to form. I don't think I need to give him a three-date rule because I know what <laughs> I know his pedigree. Well, he's starting now. So if he starts three times, yeah. gets 50-plus each time, is that, a, is that a buy signal? Well, yeah. And I guess going into the buy round as well, if he does have a really good game this week, we've got a little bit of time just to have a good think about it. But if he does have a 50-plus week this week, I think, yeah, especially for Rads. For that cheap. If Rads and Crichton get... Well, Crichton can only get two weeks max, but Rads can go for, for big. If he doesn't get a downgrade, he could get up to six weeks. Tonight. I've never seen someone sent off twice in the same game before. <laughs> he got reported four times. <laughs> Did you have to go for four separate, four separate <laughs> instances? All right, go, go out, wear come back. New, wear a different suit every time. <laughs> All right, let's rip in a few more questions. Now, Andy, Peter Bogue, he wants to know, the trade out, he wants to trade out Pap and Sammy Walker for Toru Harris and Matty Burden because he needs a mid if Crichton gets suspended tonight or his other option is Dane Laurie and Walker for Hines and Junior Paulo. Uh, two okay trades. I'm leaning towards the first one mm. um, more. With Tohu Harris just being that Mr. Consistent, I think he's just, yep. you know you're going to get 60 points out here with him. He's just unbelievable, that guy. Uh, and I'm actually, look, I'm actually liking the look of Burton. For this whole this next couple of weeks, um, we kind of got a little bit of rubbish those three games out of him, and then he he returned to form last week. Yeah, he? well, three tries, he got a hat trick mm-hmm. at um, uh, what was the at Dubbo? Dubbo, that's the one. So yeah, I think he's looking good because especially if him take taken over Cleary's um, halfback spot, yeah, he he done that last year, and he mate he kicked for like someone to me. He's he's amazing. He's got a massive boot on him, so yeah. I don't think they lose that much. Well, they lose like much. They lose the number one half in the yeah. in the game, but. They come up with this emerging player who is touted to be the next best thing. Matty Burton's going to be interesting. I think he's a smoky B18th man for the New South Wales. Oh, wow. Because of the amount of positions that he covers. Surely they can't. Like, it's just 
Too many Panthers players. Like, I know they it's take good the whole for team. Oh, sorry, boys. you got to forfeit. No, yeah, the Tigers play, will beat them next week. Play your reserve. I don't think they'll lose. Honestly, <laughs> they're, they're bloody uh, the younger teams that are undefeated as well. Like, the Panthers undergrads are undefeated. Yeah, they've so, got some good players in that region. Yeah, I, I see them beating the Tigers for sure. But yeah, with um, with Hines as well. Hines, Dane Laurie and Walker for Hines on Junior Paulo. Dane Laurie did come back with a 48, I think, uh, last week. Had one good play towards the end there and got his. Boost his score back up, but I don't think he's such a sell just yet. He, yeah. he still has some potential, but if it's Daly, if it's Laurie and Walker for Hines and Junior Paulo, Hines yes, Junior Paulo. I think he can do better than Junior Paulo. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. I, I said uh, who did I say? Either a, a Leota or a, a Laurie for yeah. me, and the um, two that I mentioned as well. So there's four we've probably given that are probably going to be better. Than, yeah. Junior Paulo going to be playing Origin as well. Yeah, so. but I reckon the first one. Go Pap and Walker for Harrison Burton. That's okay. what I do. Sticking on the same sort of topic. Now, Cryptics, he wants to know, is Hines a must? Can we bring in can bring in Torhul Harris or Hines this week? Who's more important? Well, I would say Hines is mostly more important because he won't be playing Origin next week and Torhul's going to have a bye. But more importantly, with Nico Hines, he's got a break even of negative 19 he's this week. Going to make money, is he? So if he has another 60 to 80 game, which is possible against the Broncos... Like, if he's carving up all these top teams, can I imagine what he's going to do? So, there is money to be made there. He's got a lot less. He's only got 8% ownership right now, which I think will change towards the start of Everyone Thursday. will be chasing 100. Yeah. And he's got that jewel, which is always great. Even if he hits a conservative average of 50 over the next three games, he'll hit it, he'll get you 100 grand. Yeah, where Tohu will just remain that same price. That's what I mean. He's just going to remain. So he's there. He's always going to be there for us, yeah. right, Andy? Yeah, so. I agree. You can have Tohu, pick up Tohu later when yeah. you've made the cash to even buy After him. the buy. So, yeah, I think yeah. you're right there. I think we're both on the same agenda there. So a question for both of us here, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> you intern. Now, Thomas Hickey, this is just an origin. This is not a fantasy question. He goes, I have both Ryan Madison and TPJ. And if Angus Crichton and Cam Murray are out... What are the chances of Madison and TPG playing Origin? Why don't you kick us off? Um, I think Madison could be safe from Origin. I haven't seen enough from him. He's had one good game this year. Yeah. And last last game he come off it after <laughs> I think sixty minutes. Brad Arthur did us a favour last week, <laughs> a little bit. Like yeah, he's possibly. Still scored a forty. Maybe he's doing it intentionally, take him off before he hits his peak in the last twenty minutes, yeah. and then that'd be. It. I mean, Freddie doesn't look at him, but yeah, I don't think he makes him. I think he hasn't got. Enough game time. I think the um, HIO really hurt his chances. Yeah. And with TPJ, he has got the body and the energy to play Origin, but I just don't think he has the discipline. Not but to start, I don't think. No, I think no. Freddie would just, unless we have an absolute terrible game, because uh, he's, we can do South Wales, isn't he? TPJ? Yeah. Yeah. So unless um, New South Wales have a terrible third game one and they're going to drop a few plays or injuries, yep. I don't think he gets picked. Yeah, I don't think so either. He'll be just maybe on the border of maybe a bench spot if mm. Cam Murray doesn't pull up this week. But realistically, Angus Crichton, as you did mention, he's your number one pick. Tyson Frizzell for mine is number two. Yep. Get skinnier after that. I think Liam Martin's going to be the guy that really steps up. Freddie wanted to pick him last year. And the only reason why he, I reckon that, see, him and Kurt Capel are very similar level players. But Liam Martin suits the middle a lot more than Kurt does. So it makes more sense to actually He's start him from the bench. Yeah. But you want someone to protect Cleary away from Fafita in origin. Because who you got in the bench? You got Yo. Um, yeah, so I think they'll go with as many combinations as possible, and that will see Liam Martin, if Angus Crichton's stamped out, Frizzell will move to the left edge, Liam Martin will play on the right edge with Cleary, mm. and then on the bench I think you'll see Cameron Murray, he'll fill in as that kind of mid-edge. Roaming lock. Yeah, and if anything happens then TPJ will probably be considered, but 
Isaiah Yeo is probably going to start. You're going to have to have Jake Trevojevic there somewhere as well. Yeah, I think so, I think they're both safe from Origin. Yeah, I think Madison's definitely safe. All right, moving on. Next question, Breezen Andy. He wants to know, he's got 18 trades left, but and he's playing overall and looking to trade out Angus Crichton and Sam Walker. Now, he wants to know, are they both sells? If so, I'm looking at Tolu Harris and CHN or Isaiah Papali'i instead of Tolu for next week. So with 18 trades left myself, oh sorry, 17 now, we, we're both not breezing at all, I think. <laughs> He's <laughs> going to change his name. We're both on, on a bit of a struggle, a bit of trade happy. Uh, I think Walker a, is a trade out for me. He's lost too much cash. Mm. What, 33, then 30, then six again. He's done his job, Razzie. Yeah, yeah, and I think maybe it's part uh, other teams working him out and targeting him mm. like they did um, with the Broncos. Or, and also, he's also losing his strike weapons. Like, Radley, he's gone. Uh, Crichton might be gone as well. Yeah. Um, who was it? Sawali wasn't really a strike weapon that game. But yeah, yeah, Teddy's going to be gone too. Yeah, so. and Teddy will be gone as well. So he comes even less dangerous. So I think I think he's a bit of a sell for me. Um, we've got to remember he's 18. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's why I'm worried about yeah. Reese Walsh. He could sort of have a bit of a, a bad game, but I'll I'll say that when he ha- when he has one. <laughs> Reese just has a different sort of demeanor to him, though. He looks, he plays a little bit more not mature because Sam Walker plays very mature. I think his body's more mature. He looks more like an NRL player than Sam Walker does. Yeah, okay. I think he's more physically ready for it. And I suppose with, with fullbacks, you, you're not really making that many tackles, are you? You're, no, ju- you're just going to be roaming in the attack and then. Possibly putting your body on the line for a try safe here and there, which is hopefully you you got RTS to back up for you. But, yeah, for sure, man. Um, so what was it? It was uh, overall looking at the trade Angus and Walker both sells to Tohu and CHN. Tohu, I'm a I'm a fan. We didn't say if it was Tohu or Hines would yep. pick Hines, but Mister Consistence is really good. And CHN, mate, he's really impressing me lately. He's doing good. He's been scoring some really good scores lately, and he's only 450k. Yeah. Which is pretty cheap for an edge. Mate, he's on for the when I start flipping my team. Yeah, he's okay. definitely on the agenda. Probably for someone like a Dane Laurie, because once round thirteen goes, I kinda want to get rid of I've got way too many fullbacks. Well with like that, with so. thirteen, um CHN doesn't play that round thirteen. Yeah. So it could be a trade, like you said, one of those trades, Dane Laurie yeah. out, CH and in, and you've got a decent edge player who can cover. So I think I've got about six wing of fullbacks. Yeah, in same. My team. I've got way too much. You've got and to I've start got no balancing out a little bit better. Uh, yeah, I think uh the Tohu to CHN, probably good. Uh, Isaiah Papali'i, he's turning to another Mr. Consistent as well, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, I think it was a 36 maybe before that because he didn't play that much minutes, but 60 last week, no try. Um, he's really enjoying that edge spot at, at Para. He gets down and dirty and he set up a beautiful try for Gutho as well. Mm. Beautiful. No, no, he's looking him. the goods, but I think the for the money earning aspect, I think Tohu and CHN. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, next one, Ray White. He wants to know, he's just ranked outside the top 1,000. Good on you, Ray. Good well stuff, done. man. Now, looking at trading Sam Walker and Paps to Brandon Smith and Nico Hines, I have 19 trades left. So for two trades-ins, it will give me a nine decent scorers for round 19. Should I pull the trigger or calm the farm? Nah, pull the, <laughs> pull the bloody trigger, mate. <laughs> I love the cheese, and I'm going to bring him in for Walshy next week. But with the cheese, as I mentioned a couple of times over the last couple of shows, just keep looking for these jewels because with all these suspensions and injuries and origin, you're going to need more versatile players than ever, yeah. especially gun versatile players. The cheese ticks every single box. He's a mid-hooker. Not many hookers going around at the moment. We're struggling for hookers. So if anything was ever to happen to Jaden Braley, you can have a nice little hooker you can park in there. Last three average. Ticking up every date rule, mate. Was it 60, wasn't it? 60 average. Not bad. He's not in a keeper. 
He's on the marriage material. <laughs> so, so, side woman. <laughs> <laughs> Round 12 break even at 35. He's going to be even more important now. They don't uncertainty around Harry Grant. Now they're talking tonight about Munster. It's really bad. They reckon, forget Origin 1, maybe Origin 2 might not even be in, in the calculations. Jeez. So, they're going to need those star players. Absolutely. And, and Smith could, is that kind of bloke you just sort of takes a bit of responsibility on, mm-hmm. especially with Harry Grant as well. So that's, he's looking really good. Yeah, he's pretty juicy too in terms of the cheese. Only top 100 people, 3% only own him. Top 1,000 people, only 4% own him. So even though he's got a high percentage, not really in the really top coaches. Okay, pod material. Yeah, pod material for sure. 10 games. People don't realize this. He's played 10 games this year. Guess how many games he started from the bench? Three. Zero. Really? <laughs> so he's a starter now. So he starts, would he start mid when Harry Grant started, did he? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. How are you, you know, off, you know, off the bat, how many scores? I there? think they're just trying to keep him happy, to be honest. And it wouldn't surprise me if he just doesn't leave. So get on the cheese. Get well, on the cheese. Well, he's got that hooker roll for the next three games. Absolutely. If more, more. But really, I'm a big seller of pups. You just can't keep this 800 grand on the bench. You don't, we just don't know when he's coming back. So glad I sold him first Especially thing. With, mate, you're, you know better than anyone with Maddo. You're a big fan of Maddo. You can't, especially this is not Pups' first concussion. They're not messing around with this. And you've seen the hit too. It was a massive hit. His face looked hell. It looked like he fought Tim Zhu. You don't have to go one round. Tim Zhu is that good. Yeah. But yeah, yeah destroy him. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a big one on that race. So pull the trigger, mate. Don't wait any longer. All right, Andy, next one. Tyler Beltrain. Nice one. You know, she wants to trade out either Jerome Luai or Dylan Walker this week. Both have hit brick walls and losing money. Now, Luai versus the Dogs this week might be worth keeping. Thoughts? Yeah, this is a tough one because, yeah, Walker has scored uh, terrible and we've been selling him to trade out. But with Luai, you reckon Luai gets picked for origin? Yeah, I do. I think they have, surely Freddie loves having the, the combination, the combination right. halves, and they're playing too well together. So that's that dr- that danger with keeping Luai. Yep. But him playing the six role, I don't think he does exert that much energy. I think he he backs it up for round fourteen. But I, I, over that, I, I'm going to say uh, Walker over Luai for me. I'll probably keep Luai if you're only going to make the one trade. Yeah. And pump Walker, especially coming against the dogs. A dry, a dry track. I've, I, I looked at the uh, what's it called the weather forecast. Yeah, it's gonna be raining on the weekend at Sydney. Really? Yeah. What's the line? I think the line is thirty-one points or something like that. So is it? Ridiculous. That's juice. That's the biggest I've ever seen. Yeah. I think it's probably the biggest to give into an NRL team. Like that's amazing. Surely doggies can. Can the doggies do what Brisbane done to Roosters? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> so breaking news: Your brothers just texted me this, Andy. So. Georgie Williams He's just released A little tweet False I text to explain My mental health Well-being to The welfare manager At the Raiders I asked for a release Weeks ago For the end of the season Not once did I ask For an immediate release But instead of supporting me The club kicked me Out the door Plus I've not even Signed the release Right well, That's quite interesting, but e- I guess either way, he's still not playing seven, <laughs> is he? <laughs> I think there's more to this story than George is letting on. Yeah, okay. Especially when using emojis. What at is the end happening of- at Canberra? Yeah, Honestly, there's know. turmoil. There's got to be more to this story, and I think we'll hear more over the next couple of days. Yeah, I think we're gonna get some news, people, some reporters to get some juicy goods. Next question is really interesting, Andy. Daniel Chapman, he wants to know if you could buy only one <laughs> of Nico Hines or Reese Walsh, who would you go? This is the one that I had to think about. 
because uh, I got two reason or two pros for each and two cons for each. <laughs> so a pro for each and a con for each. Okay. So with with Walshy, he is cheaper at four seventy five k. Yeah. Starting fullback, and would you say he's got the starting fullback role until he um, dips in form? Well, it looks likely. It looks like it, and yeah. he's that kind of unless player. he gets like a really bad bump, he yeah. will be the fullback. I so think. that's that's a fullback for the rest of the game. So from rounds eleven or twelve yep. till round twenty five, Walshy will be the fullback. So he's that starter. There's that pro for him. Mm. Uh, the 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 pro for Hines is he's going to make some more money over this time because he's the player that will kill it. But the con for him is once Munster, Hughes, yep. and Pappy is back, he's back to that bench player. Like yep. he he may come in when they rest players, but he's always going to be on that bench. Yeah. So he's going to be a hole. He's not going to score you those points after these this Origin period. So yep. in for that, I'm going to choose Walshy if you haven't got him. Nice. Well, I'm going to go the reverse. I'm <laughs> I'm going Hines. The reason why I'm going Hines, you you made some good points for valid, very good valid points for both of the boys. And I love Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> I love him, but the thing is, I think Hines has got a bigger ceiling. Like yeah, hundred percent. He, he's got a high of one hundred one. Walshy's only 74. And I think we've already seen kind of the best, I think, out of Walshy, what he can produce. I still think there's a high ceiling on Hines after this because a lot of the good players, he hasn't been playing with a lot of the good players, but it's just those break-evens. Like, both boys have great break-evens. Negative one for Walshy, negative 19 for Nico. How good. So you, you really can't lose in this. The only other situation is is Walshy's owned by 32% of people. Yep. And then 8% only for Nico. But I can see this kind of leveling out at some stage in the next few weeks. So well, that's the only reason why I'm going Nico. I've already got Walshy. But look, depending on how... I've got like one player not playing this this week. Yeah. So I've somehow come out with the good. That's so good, mate, for I you. might either just save my trades again yeah, and maybe not make any panic ones. Or could bring in like a, a star player. Depending on actually, depending on Crichton's judiciary. Yeah. If Crichton's out, I'll possibly need to get a, a mid. But if I can cover for him, I might bring in a Hines and get the cash. Right. Yeah, get the cash while we can. Yeah. All right. We're both going to be up on that one. All right, Andy. Next question is guys for me. One Clay Murray wants to know: Is Luke Thompson a good pickup? I actually think he will be. It's just not again. Just timing. Timing's everything with him going into a buy. And I don't think you need to rush this one. 682K. He's got a break even of 38 this week. But his last three, that date rule, 64 he's been averaging. He's been pretty so much good. all on his shoulder. All on his shoulder. But I just think right now, Cheese, for a little bit cheaper, is going to be a little bit better. He's got that jewel, as I mentioned before. He does have a potential pod because Luke Thompson's only owned by 3% of, of coaches and only 2% within the top 100 coaches. So it's two people in the top 100 own him. Do you think? That the what do you call it the the appearance of Josh Jackson yeah because he's such a workhorse do you reckon that Luke Thompson scores take a hit because Jackson just loves yeah. getting in amongst and getting those tackles then again maybe Luke Thompson also just comes in they work together but I see maybe that might affect the Luke Thompson I think you make a great point and why it's a great point to maybe hold because mm. we haven't seen him really together the three middles I'd actually like to see the dogs run. Is Jackson, Elliott, and Thompson? They're the three. In, last year, they were their three best. Yeah, so no, I n- none of the three are big guys. But you're looking at mobility. You're looking at work rate, and I think you'd get just some something different because you can always carry the bigger boppers on the bench if something if you need to change the strategy up. But I just would really like to see that, and then you can kind of. I'm really looking heavily at Matt Dory 
Yeah, me too. And then Chris Smith. Get, let the two younger kind of edges have a crack. And then you can still bring like Ogden and a Tony off the bench. Have those bigger middles. And you can switch it up. That's what, just, just my thoughts anyway. No, I like that. I like that. And Dury is, we'll get talked about later. Mm. If he keeps that spot. For sure. All right, moving on, Andy. Next question. All right, this one is from Dale Williams. Now, this is for both of us. Best pod this round and best cheapy. We're getting the tight part of the season and these are big factors. You want to kick us off? Look, my pod's probably a, a bit of a, a weird one. Um, Aiden Tolman is owned by 0.3% of people. Yeah. He's over-delivering his price. He, he's, his last three-round average is 55. Yep. And he's, his price is 595K. Whereas Gerbo, his price is 614K, and his last three-round average is 49.7. Yeah. So he's five points more, and he's 20K cheaper. And he's got fantasy relevance. He's oh, mate, done he's, it in the past, hasn't he? He just loves those minutes. And with the Sharks not having the best sort of forward rotation, mm. he's just getting those minutes and he's just been that Mr. Consistent for them. So he, he did, when he come back from when he signed for the Sharks, he had three games off the bench. Mm. And when he started, it was 55, 60, and then last one was 60, 71 minutes. So I think yep. they're just sort of realising how much of a workhorse he is. And with Fafita came on the other day, and he played 20 minutes. Yeah, so, so there's plenty Fafita. of minutes for Tolman. So Yeah, so he might sort of pod. I think he will sort of continue that for the rest of the season. Okay. Um, yeah, he'll over-deliver. He's okay. got a bit of money to earn. <clears throat> and um, do you want to do your pod, then we'll go into cheapies or just same in general? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I did give a bit of a plug for Jackson Ford at... 0.4% ownership. I think this might be his spot to lose. And a great PPM. I think last week it showed that he, he is a good player. And at 416k, I think he's a really good price. But the other guy I was looking at there, Andy, was now with Matty Lodge gone, I'm really keen as well for Thomas Flegler. And just want to see him, like, at the moment, just depending on what happens with Angus tonight, I think Jackson Ford might cover him a little bit better because of the duel. I am mean, looking for that duel. But, yeah, Tommy Flegler, I can nearly get rid of CD and get... Flegler in as well, and <laughs> you get rid of that, that face. Get rid of that silly face on the bench. But at the moment, just having a look at what Flegler's doing. So it's interesting. He's an owner of three point five percent. However, in the top thousand people, thirteen percent of coaches own him. So plenty of people are actually on him at the moment. So at the moment, since he started at lock, his minutes have increased. He's averaging thirty-seven from forty-four minutes. Now, just having a look what's ahead. Matt Lodge is going to be this boy well, suspended this week, leaving hopefully next week. Well, not hopefully, but for them, they know it's going to happen. Yep. And he's currently averaging 43 minutes. Payne Huss goes to origin, right? He's averaging 62 minutes. So they're going to have to like fill that gap. And they're probably going to have to manage his minutes moving forward as well. So at the moment, his PPM's quite well, good when he starts. And like I said, his, his last three's date rule, averaging 43. He had a good game against the Cowboys mixed in there. And I can see his minutes actually increasing to about 50 moving forward. What about the other forward? Or oh, Reese Kennedy? It'd be interesting. He's, he's if, got if Lodge goes and yeah. Reese is another. Is he starting? He is a starting, and he's he's very athletic. I was having a look at his minutes. So off the bench, he's already doing thirty minutes. I can kind of see that role probably continuing off the bench as well, and just seeing how it kind of plays out. But if Lodge goes, then he's the only he's the other only starting prop, isn't he? Yeah, but they've got Asiata as well, and Asiata might play because he he played quite well last week, and they might move him into thirteen, and then because that's more of a ball playing situation. And then move Flegler, Flegler more into prop. that kind of like battering ram sort of situation and him increase his minutes. Kennedy do a little bit at the start or maybe come off the bench. So Yeah, be the fresh legs. Yeah, I'm liking him. Liking him a lot. All right, Andy, next question. I think we wanted to go cheapies, didn't we? Oh, right. sorry. Yeah, who was your cheapie? Same, same question. Ah, sorry. Cheapies. I've got a few. Well, 
Matt Dory was one. If yeah. He, if he keeps that spot, 232k. And he, his last game was 48 points. So I think the, the drama is here is if Elliot plays out of his skin, yeah. is he back in the team when, when Chris Smith comes back, is Dory out or is it Chris Smith? Well, that's the big question. I guess that's why we don't probably pick him up this week. We give him mm. one more week and then we've got the bye again to have a little bit more thinking time. And then we can yep. get rid of Sini. We can get <laughs> we can get our boy in. But I'm liking Dory. Dory's got – and the big thing is a local junior. So they do have – a reason to actually some push sort of him a little bit in, more, yeah. right? We got to see a little bit more out of him. Like last week, he's forty answer, forty eight against the Titans, thirty three tackles, eighty meters gains, which is good for a rookie back rower. Yeah, it's I think he had a couple of good games last year as well, yeah. coming to fill in for that edge spot. So he has got some sort of skill to stay in that team. Absolutely, but if we tested this week, the Penrith obviously a very very good team. So it's again a very good opportunity to see against top level teams. True, what really good. He's test. got. So I think it's an opportunity at 232. Even if he hits a 40, he's going to put on maybe 30K or something, right? And he's got a break even. It was a little bit higher because he's been coming off the bench a couple of times. So realistically, we do have a couple of weeks to wait and actually make a really good informed decision of him playing against someone good. Oh, I like that. Especially it does sort of – it's some sort of advantage to a buy round. You see, you yeah, see that yeah. one game you could play next week and then you don't have to make that – trade straight away. Yeah, Andy, while we're on cheapies, the other guy would probably, because a lot of people have hit me up about Albert Kelly. Mm. Again, at Brisbane, you just got to be really careful because of the kind of circus, the merry-go-round in the halves. And the biggest thing, he played out of his skin and hit a 44, which is decent last week, right? But in that 44, he had 300 kick meters. But Anthony Milford's back this week. And I had a look at his average. He averages 344 kick meters a game. So his kick meters are gone. The MILF does. The MILF does. He's a hog. Yeah, but I do see Bron- uh, Broncos last, they won against Roosters. They didn't have much defending, didn't have to kick out of their own half as much. Yeah. So there's probably an extra 200 kick minutes that he could have got if they played horrendous. Yeah. But yeah, but what I do you reckon, Andy? Trap City, bitch. Trap City, bitch. I'm liking that. What's his first game back in? Trap City, bitch. Seven years, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Seven years. I just love him, mate. Him and Wade Graham used to be the Sharkies halves in 2011, going back 10 years. Oh, that that long ago? Yeah. Yeah, Look, look, like you said, if you you want to take a punt, maybe if you've got got trades coming out your ass, yeah, go for it. You can try to put him on the bench and then do a loop, see if he comes in. But, yeah, I just don't see... Like with the merry-go-round, it's just you need to make with the, with the limited amount of trades, you need to have sure thing trades. And yeah, the Broncos halves are not a sure thing. Halves and rookies for the Broncos because the other guy I'm getting a lot of like Ke- attention, Keenan. Keenan. Yeah. Now he hit a 63, Andy, but they confirmed that well Jordan Ricky's back from suspension, and they said Alex Glenn's very likely to be back. Yeah. So if you have got those two guys, there's no way he's keeping his spot on the. the- Especially if you touted Ricky coming up, you put all this work into him to then to just burn him with another yeah. youngster. You could put him back onto the bench, develop him that way. Yeah. Next week with Payne Haas being out, if you got those two edges back, more than likely TPJ is going to be playing in the middle next week as well. Yeah, true. Then you can have both. Well, Glenn, if Glenn's back, it's a Ricky slash someone just trading yeah. minutes on the bench. So either way, I don't think Keenan's a good pickup. Just basically nearly every Broncos player. So the other guy I'm probably going to talk about, Joseph Suwali, 231K. But he's just an understudy, right? He's only yeah. going to be in and out of the team depending on someone That's being That's what they right? picked him up for, just to have that cover. What even though the Roosters have had that many injuries and they've only just brought him in when uh, Josh Morris was out. Yeah. Josh Morris back in, you're not going to keep his spot. He, he's, he's, he's 17. Give him a break. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
And the other one is Sean Bloor, but he hasn't set the world on fire. The two yeah, edges are minutes. doing quite well, so he's probably not going to be in anyone's sights. Well, I think, think Lugana actually played out of his skin. I think he's, he's he seen the competition. Tries, didn't he? Yeah, so I think that that bit of healthy competition from the bench in the Bloor and uh, who else is there? Michael Cheekham just makes him play better. Yeah, nice. All right, next question, Darren Rogers. He wants to know top 10 players to own for first-round buys. I know that we're probably going to be very similar. Do you want to go like you do one, I do one? Yeah, okay. If you you say one, then that's like a bit old, old, old school. It. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to go first? Uh, Madison. Yeah, nice. Do you want me to do a couple of just obvious ones just to get two out of the way? Yeah, Madison Moses. No, no, not those that obvious. Oh. Just well, Brails and and yeah, Connor. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because I guess if you be silly, because a lot of people have asked whether you drop them, Bill. You're a little bit silly if you do that, especially heading into this round. So I want to make those two just priorities. So we've, we've named two. You said Madison, right? Yep. I said, I didn't even save Madison. All right, I had Nico Hines. Yeah, I've got him. All right, you go next. Uh, Moses. Yeah, I had Moses. Cheese, Brandon Smith. Yeah, the cheese. I had um, Matty Burton. Okay, that's a nice one. I didn't have him on my list. I had Jerome Hughes. Uh, Papa Lee. Papa Lee is a very good one. I had Luke Brooks of any people to talk about. So holders in it a hole because yeah, he's well, playing look, good. If, if you got him, like they're gonna they're gonna play and score average like above average scores. Yeah, uh, Jack Bird is one. He'd be close to Origin, I reckon, mate. Yeah, look, I just don't think Freddie's gonna do it. He'll he won't pick the specialist centers. He's gonna yeah. pick Tommy Turbo. And you've uh, done well with your centers because you had Avrilo too, didn't you? <laughs> oh no, you had. had sorry, that, he, he's that. He's that player like the Zach Cena who I didn't pick up. He keeps scoring well. I'm just like, oh, please score a 10 or something, please. But I got him in draft, so it's sort of like bittersweet. Okay, nice. Next one, Tyrone Peachy. He's back next week. Oh, nice. They'll need him too with Tino and Fafita both missing. Yours? I've done TPJ. Yep. TPJ's another good one. I've got Luciano Leilua. And I've got uh, the Fogarty. Fogarty's going to be very, consistent very good. consistent 60s as it is now. Good so. pick. And I've just a couple other guys. I had Thomas Flegler and Jackson Ford, only because I've propped up there. Yeah, I had Dewey. Just um, a bit of a wait to see. Yeah, yeah, he's just that centre position. But yep. yeah, they were pretty good. Totally agree. All right, next one. Andy, we're nearly... Oh, Jesus. We're still yeah, I know. Still- <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nate, Nate Olsen, he wants to know, with 20 trades left, is it worth flicking pups to get him back later? Also considering trading out Sini for Suwali just for a green dot. Thoughts? Well, the scene is for Sawali. Sawali's not playing, so it doesn't make sense. No. Yeah. So that's just a silly – that's a waste of a trade, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but with Flicky – with Flicky – with uh, Papi, he's not playing Origin 1, but injury he still might miss three more weeks with his mm. HIA. So, I think he's he's a definite um, flick in, with 20 pl- trades left as well. That's – in my eyes, that's just above what you nah, need. Yeah, yeah so. I totally agree with that one. All right, moving on. Jason Box, he wants to know, he's got two trades, Angus Crichton and Jackson Ford, Topany to Thompson. Now, I don't mind the actual trade given what I've said tonight about both Ford and Thompson. Yep. But, but Angus Crichton, I don't think he's just not a sellout, not for two-week suspension. Isn't Topine starting hooker as well? This week? Yeah, uh, for dogs? I don't think so. Yeah. Is he? I'm pretty sure he is, yeah. So hmm. I wouldn't be... I'd, if he's starting hooker... Do you mind just gibbering for like maybe 30 seconds and I'll, I'll yeah, double check? Yeah, all check. good. So yeah, Crichton to Jackson Ford, if he's only out for maybe what he's fighting his judiciary, so he might not be out for tomorrow yeah, or the next the round. Doggies. All right, doggies, doggies, doggies. Number nine, you're right. Jackson, top nine. Yeah, so don't, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I, know, I know Jeremy Marshall King is back soon though, so I soon. think this is just a rush trade. You can wait. Yeah, this is that same thing we were talking about. Yeah. We just wait this week Yeah, and then... 
wait for the buy round 13 then make a decision after that. Mm. But I don't think it's a trade this week. Yeah, I agree. All right, next one, Hanzo. Oh, we've covered this cheapies of the week. Thank yep. you, Hanzo. He's, oh, he's a regular. Got two other cheapies, sorry. Okay. Mbai and Moylan. What do you reckon? Moses Mbai? Yeah. No. Like, mate, he's, he, he's playing seven no, and he's, thir- no, no, he's got 37. No, no. Do not ever mention his name again. He's only 320k. You know why? Yeah, yeah, but like the center position is is abysmal. There's no good centers. You've got the Jack Bird. You've got all these other people. But no. with his merry-go-round, I'm stopping you. You're about to do it. Don't. <laughs> Who, not who's, who's the other guy? Said uh, Moylan, which what? is a random one as well. No, 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 no. <laughs> we no. haven't done this since the preseason. You got two in a row. Oh mate, that's I'm, silly. I'm so, they're all right. Are you I'm tired? Saying, You're getting silly. Yeah. Mate, look, look, tell me how bad I am. How, You're how getting really silly right now. <laughs> I'm stopping you. I'm taking away. From, give me your phone. <laughs> I won't trade them. I'm, I'm saving my trades. I'm okay. saving them. Good boy. All right, next one. I think Tane79, he wanted cash options below 260. I think we covered that pretty Dory. well. Dory. Yeah. Yep. All right, Kai Woods, TK, he wants to know trades after round 13. Watson to Lolo, Simkin to Starling. Yeah, I think you just got to, again, we just got to sit and wait and just see how they perform in round 13. I think Simpkin definitely was a trade out for this week. Yep, not even in the 17. So, so if you can't afford that trade to Starling, then yeah, I definitely think you should do that. I think with Lolo, he's been a little bit inconsistent in that kind of another suspension. These mids, you know, the stats I brought up last week with a lot of, you know, forwards going to judiciary. If he's getting suspended now, it's probably going to happen again. I think right now you can do better than Lolo. Well, so. it wasn't that his first send off, apparently. In his career. Yeah. Um, what, so Sinbin or sent off? Uh, or Sinbin, sorry. His first okay. Sinbin in his career. So, obviously, did hinder his scores, but, yeah, I think any mid... Just looking, he can't bring his dog to the game anymore, too. That was How silly. good that he, that he went to the dog first, then his partner. <laughs> <laughs> and then his mum. Your mum will be blowing up. Oh, it just shows how much the dogs are loyal, loyal oh, to yeah. you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was an interesting one. I think you should just hold fire on that one for now. Now... NS, well, how is he pronouncing that? NS Fraser. NS Fraser. Andy, yeah. is it too late to get Tommy Turbo? Unfortunately, yeah, I think so. Mm. He's only got one, one or two more games in him this week, and was it? No, no, one more game, and yeah. he picked for Origin. Yeah. So, and that's the thing with these boys coming up. It's just like I don't care what anyone says. We got no idea how these players are going to react to this. This Origin. Yeah, correct. There could be massive. Like I think there's going to be a lot. If they're going to maintain this, there's going to be a fair few send offs in Origin unless yeah. they sort of pull their heads in. Just but, recovery from the game, especially with Manly, we're having some really, really short turnarounds as well. That's, well. that's a good thing about the Origin period with Turbo, with his hamstring sort of history. If he plays Origin, he will get rested, and even if he doesn't get rested for the whole game, he'll play less minutes and could possibly go down in price. So you, you're better off waiting till after. Origin to pick him back up again. He, yeah. He's definitely a keeper, but I wouldn't pick him up now because you're going to lose that many games on the bench where you could pick someone else like a Walsh yeah. to get those points. Absolutely. I totally origin. agree. And especially right now with Manly making up so much ground because since Turbo's come back, they're 5-1. and one. Mate, amount of points they're scoring is ridiculous. So realistically, now they're entrenched in that top eight. For those games that they don't need to win, they mm. probably will rest him because yeah, true. Why rest? Like why take a risk? On your Porsche. They like, turn into contenders this, this they season. Want. That's unbelievable. They wallet Paramount. Now, next one. Nathan Horan, Andy. He wants to know, Pup and Walker to Papali in Hines, and is Matt Burden a good shout? I like I like that trade. You know, there's there's value in both Papali and Hines. Mm. So, look, I think pull the trick on that bad boy. Okay. Oh, man, and you with, love Matt Burden, don't you? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Matt Burden. So, I'm, I'm sort of down. A, he, he's locked that centre spot down, even when Cleary does come back. I don't think Momo sort of holds it. Yeah. And look, he, he's just a try scorer, isn't he? Like, yeah, he, he does need to try to score, but 
man, he can find that line. The, the holes he runs is unbelievable. Yeah. It's almost like, like Nathan Brown runs hard, but this bloke runs a hole like a second rower. He's, yeah. he's unbelievable. Totally agree. Now, next one, we've got four to go, Andy. Thomas West, he wants to know, Hines make enough cash for Fafita. Look, Fafita's at 921K. <laughs> I so. so even if he shoots the lights out with hundreds coming up, it's just not going to be. Probably the more genuine one is going from Hines, and then when Pups is settled back into the team, you might be able to go straight swap one for one. Yeah, true. Well, I think Pups is 800K. And yeah. what, see if Hines can make up. Well, I did a little bit of maths on the NRL app. If he averages 65 over the next three games, by round 14, he's 755K. Yeah, no, that's, that's if the apps, swap. but you know what the apps like. This probably means that he probably loses 200k, <laughs> but it's more of a realistic view than because Fafita is elite level, he's second best player in the competition. So yeah, he's not going to get to that level, but that's where you bring in the the cash cows that you've been having and sell one of them to a, a lower player, then you get that cash. Bring Hines in, maybe you make enough in that way. You know, if Hines is 750, yeah. you only need to sell someone who's made 250 to get Fafita back in. So yeah. All right, three to go. Aussie Loud, he wants to know, Sam Walker to have Mo Fodawaka a good trade. I'm going to say no, only because I think Mo's going to be playing in the Queensland team. Yep. So you just bring him in for one week. Also, he's only averaging 50, and he scored 94 against the Dogs last week. His two previous games before that was 39 and 32. Mm. So it's like playing to of, get picked. Yeah, I just think Cheese with 30K more, or you can go 200K less at Flegler or Jackson Ford. So there's still plenty of... Opportunity there. I think Mo's just going to be well entrenched in that origin period. Second last question, Andy Zane Gibbards. He wants to know, looking to trade Parps and Sam Walker to Moses and Cheese. Another good trade in my eyes. Um, Moses did have a shocker against Manly. Yeah. Uh, I think he scored 30-something points. But Parra only scored one try in the game as well. Yeah, exactly that. And really, if you look at all the halves that are playing in round 13, mm. he is the second highest scoring half yep. that plays. But he's below. that's below Adam Dewey. He's playing at centre. Yeah. So technically, he's the best half that plays around 13 on averages. So I'd say it's a good trade for that. Yeah, I like it too. And, and with the cheese, his last three-game average is six. We've talked about him before. Break even the 35. I think he's a, he's, a, he's a definite as well. Okay. And final question, I think we've already covered it. Angus Cairns, he wants to know, Palacia, Tulagi, Luki, Sawali, Bloor, all worth a buy. I'm a no. There's a no for all five of those. Yeah, yeah and see previous Previous bits in the podcast, yeah, yeah. I think. With with um, Tuolagi, he's had four games over 30 points. Uh, so one, one of them was 33 um, and from nine games. So yeah. that's a 90, his 93 was a rare occasion. I don't think it's going to happen often. So don't chase those points. I uh, wouldn't. But yeah, so with Lukey, he's, he's a couple of players out for injury. He's not going to hold his spot. Andy, we've, we've killed it. We've just... 58 minutes. So that's it's coming up. I like that questions. hour. So yeah. both of us, we've... It's kind of like we're taking like – it's like Haas is out and we've taken a lot more hit-ups tonight, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, and we're sort of delivering a bit better. Um, so thank you, Corby, for helping us uh, perform better. <laughs> Big shout-out to everyone that checked us out on Facebook Live. Give yeah, us a little bit you. of feedback how you liked it tonight so we can tweak it a little bit in the coming episodes. I'll be interested to see all the slandering in the comments I got no doubt. later. But probably looking at doing it again on Sunday for the Sunday wrap. That'll be probably a little bit later at 8 p.m. Yeah. A bit more, a bit more exciting because you get to talk about the football and what just happened. Yeah. And yeah that's Tomorrow will be audio only, and anyone that just has audio will be out in probably an hour or so. But, again, thank you to everyone tuning in on Facebook Live, and we'll catch you soon. Andy, good night. I'll see you tomorrow. See you, boys. See you, TK. See you, listeners. <laughs>